getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to this episode of Learning with me, Ennio Sung. For those who don't know, at global.media, we don't just talk about LinkedIn marketing, we also do LinkedIn marketing lead generation for clients, businesses like yours. For this episode of Learning, looks at LinkedIn's new boost post button and whether you should be using it in your LinkedIn marketing to get more prospects. We're going to cover what the boost post is, how it works, the results you could get, and the reasons why you may want to hold off boosting posts. So what's the LinkedIn boost post button? So first I had noticed in this button, the boost post button on my LinkedIn company page a couple of weeks ago. It's a new feature that LinkedIn users can apparently use to get more from LinkedIn. A good friend of mine, Dr. David Cliff at Gedanken, often says that you should be aware that all that we're told is shiny and new is not actually new. He says that we've seen it all before. David's coaching wise words, especially applied to this LinkedIn new boost post facility. But the fact is that most Facebook users have been able to boost their Facebook posts for years. Much like LinkedIn has started doing, Facebook even offers its users vouchers to boost posts. It's perhaps reassuring that boosting posts is pretty similar on Facebook and LinkedIn. So we have a lot of experience and information to go on when it comes to working out whether you should be boosting your LinkedIn posts. For a bit of history, in 2012, LinkedIn new ad manager came into being. We're still in its early stages, and most business owners just found it too complicated to use. So Facebook introduced a new and easier way to sponsor your content on Facebook and reach more people. They called it a promoted post. This feature helped you create an ad campaign directly from your Facebook page without going to Facebook's ad platform. The promote post was later changed to boost post. So here we are today. So LinkedIn says boosting posts is an easy way to reach new audiences by amplifying your best content. It's fast and easy to use. Promote time-sensitive posts in just a few clicks and a credit card. No need to learn a new advertising tool. Apparently, as I go on to say, you get more views, engagement, and traffic to your website while growing followers. All sounds very good. So now we can read more from what's motivated LinkedIn to give us this new Boost Post facility. When they say, boost your posts on LinkedIn to extend the reach through an advertising campaign. So that's an objective for boosting your post. Define the audience to which the post displays and set a budget and schedule to limit how long the post is boosted. They do add a proviso, a big note that at this time, only events, videos, and posts with text or a single image can be boosted. So you can boost your posts from your LinkedIn company page, but you can also boost posts from the update page under the analytics tab on your LinkedIn company page. It's worth noting that previously boosted posts can't be boosted again, so you can only boost a post once, basically. And also you can view the campaign performance and edit campaign sessions 
of your boosted posts in your ad account, what LinkedIn calls campaign manager. You can also edit boosted posts and campaign settings from your LinkedIn page. The cost of boosting posts depends on many things, but you can put a maximum budget on the post that you want to boost. You can set your maximum for the entire campaign, maximum per day, per week. But on average, you know, you have to work out LinkedIn charges businesses between $5 per click, like £3.50 per click, and up to £6.50 per thousand impressions. So you have to bid a minimum of $2 for each click. So that's about £1.75 for each click in your boosted post. Many people may not even notice the boost post button on the on their posts. You may not have seen it ever because it's only available through your LinkedIn company page. If you don't have a company page, or if you only publish posts on your LinkedIn profile, then you may well never see this option come up. It's worth noting that this boost post function, the second new ability that LinkedIn has given us users that sends us down a blind alley. In the last episode of the learning, we looked at the new LinkedIn profile video, what LinkedIn calls the LinkedIn cover story, that you can only record on LinkedIn's mobile app. Now, this boost post function only exists another LinkedIn property that a few of us actually use, the LinkedIn company page. The part of me believes that the ability to boost posts is some sort of admission by LinkedIn that Posts and company pages tend to die a horrid death in tumbleweed woodland for most businesses. I say that because few people ever actually get to see company page posts, much less of them actually engage with company page posts, which is when you compare that to posts that you post on your personal profile on LinkedIn. So this boosting post button could help to get more eyeballs on your company page posts. I guess that's a good thing or anything else. Before we look at the pros and cons of boosting posts, let me describe what another, a more expert, proper LinkedIn sponsored or promoted content ad looks like. So you have to set up a proper LinkedIn ad through LinkedIn's campaign manager page. Now, sponsored content ads can be in the form of a single image or image carousels, or you can use videos and even multiple videos and carousels too. The sponsored content ad posts appear in your newsfeed and they look like native posts and normal posts, but they're labeled sponsored or promoted. So in a proper LinkedIn ad, you can change the heading and the description to the message. Essentially, you, know, you can customize them and a proper LinkedIn ad will have a call to action button. So click here, download, do this, do that. See, on a proper LinkedIn ad, you can customize the message, you can customize the text at the bottom of the, Im of the image or, you know, with your headline or offer, or you can customize the call to action button and link. This will be important when we'll get to what's good and bad about boosting LinkedIn posts further down in the podcast. So why do you want to boost your LinkedIn posts? 
So as LinkedIn says, you boost your posts to drive success at every part of the journey. Like I said earlier, they said that you get more views, engagement and traffic to your website whilst growing followers. Basically, if you boost your posts, you get to advertise on LinkedIn in a very few clicks without having to learn how to use LinkedIn ads and campaign manager properly. So overall, I've seen somewhere that boosting LinkedIn posts can get you more views at a cheaper cost than actually paying for proper LinkedIn sponsored content ads. Boosted LinkedIn posts apparently also have a higher click-through rate. So, so for the same pe- amount of people who see your ads, more people will click on your boosted post than on the sponsored content ads that you might want to create on LinkedIn. I dare say, you know, it's, you know, whether something's cheaper and whether you get a high click-through rate, whether that's a good thing or not, depends on the results that you get from the people who actually engage with your boosted posts. The one thing we can't argue with is that boosting posts could be a very helpful way to get more eyeballs on your content. Well, of course it will. Now, given that you're essentially paying LinkedIn to send your posts to more people, more you LinkedIn users, and more, people, more people are going to see your, your content. I would say that boosting posts provides another means of organic testing of your content and media. Because now you may want to test what you want to use in an ad or sponsored content ad later on. Say, for example, you've got three videos that you think are using in your LinkedIn ad. Now you can post the three videos on different, on different occasions, different posts, in other words, and then you can boost them individually to see which one gets most traction. Perhaps go with the one that gets most engagement. I use the word another means deliberately because you could simply create three ad variations with the same three videos and test them as sponsored content ads. I tend to agree with a website called Social Pilot that says very clearly, the aim of boosting a post is to improve post visibility and engagement. So if you want likes, comments, and shares, boosting posts allows for a quick and inexpensive way to be top of your customer's mind. Whereas on the other hand, social media ads work on several objectives. If you want awareness, traffic, if you want to generate leads, if you want to convert prospects, then social media ads are probably the way to go, much less boosting posts. See, that's a very fine distinction that we have to make. You're going to decide whether to use boosted posts or not. So what's wrong with boosting posts? You know, what, what's, the, what's the proviso? What would make me say you might want to hold off on doing that in, at you know, the first chance you get? It's a long list, but you know, bear with me. See, boosting a post from your LinkedIn page allows for a lighter campaign creation experience. But it also limits the options that you have for setting objectives, choosing the audience criteria, and setting your bid and budget. So LinkedIn says that themselves. So they say very clearly, if you want the full options that is available for, to advertisers on LinkedIn, then create a campaign in Campaign Manager. So one of the big problems in this fact is that you miss out 
many of the key principles and tools that make ads work for business if you boost a post. You know, the fact that you get limited targeting options in boosted posts is a problem. So most marketers are kind of anal about precise targeting in any campaign because we know that it's only by being very, very, very focused and clear with your targeting that we can get results for our clients. They get more clicks, they get more buyers, everyone's happy, we get paid. Whereas now having to use a halfway house targeting you know, options lists in boosted posts has, has us running the other way straight towards campaign manager to actually create a proper LinkedIn ad rather than a boosted post. Now, you know, when it comes to boosting posts, to me, it's a bit like going outside on the street and literally shouting at everyone that walks past about how amazing your products and services are. Of course, there's a chance that some people may be interested in what you do, but most of the people, say 99.99% of people, would just think you're just a little bit mad. And they will ignore you because you don't know the issues and you definitely don't know that you can help them, that they can benefit from what you're offering. This is where hyper-targeting brings results for us marketers because you know your target market and then you, you can also then tailor what you say to them when, when you say to them with proper ads. There are a lot more issues with boosting posts in my eyes. It's a problem that when you boost a post, essentially what you've got is only one version of an ad. For someone like me who prefers to test different versions of ads to find the best performing one and run with that, we like to test different messages. We like to test different headlines. We like to test different media. We like to test different offers and different hooks, as I call them. In a boosted post, you only have one post that you can boost and you can't change any of those things once you've set your post. Now, another big problem that I have with boosting posts is that you can't include a call to action button on the boosted post. You see, this inability to add a call to action on a boosted post is huge because most people don't put the call to action button on the LinkedIn post anymore. So we can thank the LinkedIn gurus and LinkedIn themselves for advising us never to add a link to our LinkedIn posts because they say it, it means that more likely most of your connections and followers won't see your LinkedIn posts. That's because LinkedIn's algorithms treat external links in posts as though they are toxic kryptonite. See, many experts advise us to add a link in the comment section instead. I admit that, you know, even I follow this advice these days, you know, because we're trying to get more people to see our posts organically. Anything we can do to help ourselves and our clients get more, more eyes on their content, get LinkedIn to actually publish and show our post to more people organically, then, you know, we'll, we'll tend to try everything. I can't say I've seen any huge differences between having a link and not having a link probably blame that on many things so i'm not going to i'm not going to make a judgment to whether you should put a link or not so what's important here is that is that the whole point of boosting a post is to drive traffic somewhere usually to your website but without a call to action without a link on your boosted posts your website might as well be a million miles away from linkedin because people just won't click on it. Now, another problem that I have with LinkedIn boosted posts 
is that much like Facebook posts that you boost, it's slightly galling to say the least that you, you know you make you can pay to reach people and at least some of them are going to be already followers of your LinkedIn company page almost like preaching to the converted which is a waste of money what you want to do is reach new people which comes from setting the right parameters the right audience settings in your ads that only targets new people and excludes those who you're already connected with in a boosted post you can't make that distinction so the fact is this there are much better ways to target and engage people who buy your services on linkedin without spending on costly linkedin ads i will do an episode about linkedin ads especially sometime soon there's better ways to reach your target market on linkedin without resorting to boosting posts or even using sponsored content ads See, LinkedIn has a remarkable search facility. You know, it's genuine, it's unrivaled. There's nothing like it. That's why we love LinkedIn. Now, so whether you use the free LinkedIn or you get even more search options to narrow down on your target market with Sales Navigator and your email allowance that comes with it. So unlike Facebook, for example, that limits the number of people who can see your posts without an ad spend behind you, LinkedIn gives a decent proportion of your connections the chance to see your posts organically. So you can find your ideal customers on LinkedIn and show them your LinkedIn posts for free. If you're willing to actually put in the work to learn how to use LinkedIn search and make the right connections in the first place. Of course, it takes time and it's a process that you have to follow and be consistent with. But you know, connecting with the right people and then getting them to see your posts is almost guaranteed to get those who are interested in your products and services to engage with you and make an inquiry. Another thing that I would say about, you know, LinkedIn posts, if you want engagement, is the simple fact that behind every successful ad campaign is a consistent and creative social media presence that strengthens your brand relationships with your potential customers and builds trust. My point here is this. If you've got a decent social media marketing strategy and you publish engaging content that your connections and followers like, they will like, comment and share your posts. That extensive reach that you want to your target market and beyond can be done without spending your money on LinkedIn ads or boosting posts. Now, if you just create engaging content, then it will go, you know, far and wide. But, you know, I, was, I, I know it's easier said than done to create content that shows you understand your ideal clients and how you can help them solve problems. But, you know, isn't it by talking to successful marketers and also learning from podcasts like this that you can probably get there and engage your potential clients? Look, you know, I can't hide the fact that boosting posts sounds great, but the reality in terms of tangible, tangible results, leads, in other words, potential buyers, is that you're more likely to get the results you want from using better ways to connect and engage with people that's on your target market on LinkedIn. Now, I genuinely believe, you know, rather than throwing your money to the wall and hoping some of it sticks with your potential clients, 
you know, it pays to learn how to use LinkedIn campaign manager. So you can create proper ads if you want to go down that route. And also, you know, you benefit from learning LinkedIn search and email facilities and how to use them to target, find, connect and build relationships with the right people to generate the right prospects for your business. That's all for today's episode, folks. I say happy LinkedIn marketing. And, you know, you've been listening to me, any at global.media. As always, if you have enjoyed this episode of The Learning, then please comment, like, share, and subscribe so that you'll be first to be notified when the next episode is published in a couple of weeks' time. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of The Learning Podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.